0: Hello and welcome to another edition of a 21 News podcast. I'm Derek Steyer. Joining me now is John McElroy from Autoline to discuss the latest developments in the electric car industry and the Ultium cell battery plant that's being built in Lordstown. We appreciate your time today, Mr. McElroy. Sure thing. So, the final beam was installed in that 2.8 million square foot facility uh, being built in Lordstown, a joint venture of LG Chem and General Motors. What is the significance of this milestone to our area and the pursuit of emission-free electric
1: vehicles? Well, there's a lot in there that that we can talk about. Number one, I think think it's sensational for that area to be able to get such a massive battery plant. You know, there are not a lot of those plants in the world. And in fact, there's a lot of talk that there is a battery shortage uh, for electric cars. So the fact that General Motors has decided to do this in-house other than Tesla, it's the only one so far to go this route, is significant. And the fact that it put it in Lordstown is even more significant. And it wouldn't surprise me to see if electric cars really catch on like GM thinks it will. Who knows? They might even expand that facility in the future. Is there foreign competition to build these battery plants, or do you think they'll always be built here in the U.S.? Oh, no, no, no. no! I mean, China leads the world by a mile when it comes to making batteries. This is something the United States and Europe, for that matter, is going to have to address. And it's not just making the batteries, you know, uh, they're made with lithium. China processes most of the world's lithium. They use what they call rare earth materials in the motors and the like. China dominates that market. So uh, we're going to be in a big competition with China over this. And it's good to see that GM has taken the first step of putting a plant in the United States.
0: A couple of years ago, things looked really bleak in this area, in Lordstown in particular, when GM closed the cruise plant there. Did we just do a complete 180? And is it prime for the future of EV now?
1: Well, I, you know, that's to be determined. Uh, number one, it's it's fantastic that it happened. But here's the other thing that's going on. You know, uh, a battery plant is highly, highly automated. So even though it's a massive facility and it is going to bring in jobs, not going to be as many jobs as was in the Lordstown plant. Now, you're lucky in that Lordstown Motors is going to be making electric trucks in that plant. But again, uh, uh, electric vehicles, because they have so many fewer components than gasoline or diesel powered vehicles they use about one-third less labor. So the good news is at least you're going to be preserving jobs in that region. If this works and it's successful, could it be a catalyst for more EV production here locally in the Valley? Well, you know, let's see, uh, you know, you've got the GM LG Chem plant for uh, making the batteries. You've got Lordstown Motors there. Uh, You know, Automakers don't like to put too many eggs in one basket. Then you start competing for jobs and you're driving up labor costs and other things, which would be great for the region. Don't get me wrong, but it's probably unlikely we're going to see yet another assembly plant or something like that put in the region.
0: But for right now, ground zero
1: for the electric car industry right now in terms of batteries, right? Yeah, no question about it. You know, Tesla's got its Gigafactory in Nevada, one of the largest plants in the world. Uh, This is going to be the second plant in the United States of anything nearing that kind of size. So, you know, in the auto industry, it's a big deal.
0: Some research and consulting firms have thrown out numbers like 20%. uh, New car sales, EV could make that up by 2030 uh, is that realistic? And GM has said it wants to go all electric by 2035. What needs
1: to happen to pull this off? Well, a lot of things have got to happen. Look, you know, we're going through one of the coldest winters, or certainly parts of the, the country are going through the coldest winter we've, we've seen in a long time. Electric cars lose a lot of driving range when the weather turns cold. I mean, you get down to around 20 degrees, you're going to lose half your driving range. A lot of people are not gonna be very satisfied with that. Moreover, we need a lot more public charging stations. They are getting built, but they're not there yet. And it's going to take years to put them in place. I think 20% uh, EV market share by 2030 could happen. But I, I, I think that's a stretch goal to get there. What's needed is a lot more incentives. You know, government incentives, nobody likes hearing that term, but the only place where EVs sell well in the world is where there's a lot of incentives for them. And so for GM to say it's going to be all electric, which is not exactly true. You got to read between the lines. Their heavy trucks and stuff are not going to go all electric in that time frame. Uh, but nonetheless, for GM to set a goal for that by 2035, everything has to fall in place perfectly. And guess what? The world just doesn't work that way. And even GM has pretty much admitted that's a stretch goal. Uh, but nonetheless, GM put, you know, the, the flag on top of the mountain and said, this is where we're going. And uh, that's a pretty gutsy move.
0: Clearly, these batteries, they have to uh, the range has to get longer. I mean, these things are going to have to go thousands of miles on charge, right? A thousand miles. No, I mean,
1: you know, you know, what, what's your gas tank give you right now? 300 miles or something like that. I think most people, or maybe more than that, but I, I think most people would be satisfied with a 300 mile range. It's just a matter of putting in a bigger battery. I mean, there's, there's a number of electric vehicles that get that range right now today. But when you put in more battery, you drive up the cost because the batteries are expensive. But here's the other thing. In the United States, certainly, most people who own an electric car charge up at home. They have a 220 outlet in their garage. They plug it in when they get home at night. They leave the house the next morning with a full tank, so to speak. So you you can literally do that fill up your tank every night while you're sleeping. And the other advantage, of course, is that electricity is a lot cheaper than gasoline. So, yeah, your electric bill will go up, but you're still going to come out ahead. You know, for the average person who owns a car, let's say five years, you're going to save at least 3000 bucks just in fuel costs comparing gasoline to electricity and if gas prices keep going up you're going to save even more
0: you you brought up infrastructure uh, and you mentioned that transition uh of, of building these charging stations people are so used to going to the gas pump to fill up is america ready to switch over to a charging station
1: um some people know some people yes I mean, you've got EV advocates, you know, first and tenders, they got to have the latest and the greatest. They'll put up with all this stuff right now, today, as more and more people get used to seeing electric cars around, when they start to see more charging stations around, you'll have others starting to adopt it. Uh, Some people may never adopt they They just may decide they don't want to go that route, whatever. But I think it's safe to say electric cars are the future. The industry is going to go there. It is going to happen worldwide. Costs are coming down. Infrastructure is getting built up. It's just not going to happen overnight.
0: Do you see a scenario where GM and other automakers are funding
1: these charging stations to promote their products and vehicles? No, I don't. I mean, Tesla is the only one that's gone that route. and I mean, that that was a really gutsy move Uh, and a very expensive one to go and build its own charging system, but it really paid off. I mean, Tesla would not be where it is today had it not done that, but the rest of the auto industry is not interested in doing that. They think others will put the money up and do it, and that is happening right now, as a matter of fact. I mean, uh, automakers like General Motors are working hand in hand with uh, the public charging companies like Electrify America and some of the others but they're not going to pony up their own money to build it.
0: Gotcha. Does Tesla stand a chance once all the big automakers go full EV here? Yeah,
1: I think it does. I mean, uh, Tesla proved to the auto industry that if you build a really cool electric car, people will buy it. And heretofore, all the what the, the big automakers did was make what they call compliance electric cars. And what that means is they were built to comply with regulations because whether you're talking the US or Europe or China or whatever, there's regulations that say you have to sell electric cars. So they said, okay, we'll make electric cars and that's all it was for. Tesla came around, hired a brilliant designer made their cars look really cool, made them really fast put all kinds of technology in them that none of the traditional automakers have. And look at Tesla today. It's worth more than every other car company in the world put together. You think they'll continue to be the industry leader then? Oh, no question about it. They're so far in advance. I mean, the industry right now today has not caught up to where Tesla is with the technology that it's got in its cars. They'll catch up. But Tesla started over a decade ago. And they haven't caught up to it yet. So yeah, it's going to have an advantage for a number of years to come. Different
0: articles that I'm reading, it seems like this is a race, a global race to get to this point. Why is it so
1: important to win this race? Because Tesla proved first mover advantage. You get there first with the right product. You get people passionately involved with your product and your company, and magic happens. Like I said, Tesla's worth. Over $800 billion. No other car company comes anywhere close to it. And like I said, if you add up the value of every other automaker, every other supplier, every other retailer, everything, Tesla's bigger than them. So it shows that you've got to get there first. Now the race is on amongst all the traditional automakers, General Motors, Volkswagen, Ford, Toyota. Well, not so much Toyota. It doesn't believe in electric cars all that much. But the rest of them are definitely in a big race and putting down big money bets to get there.
0: Is GM leading the way right now, or where, where do you see it?
1: No, I would say right now, Volkswagen is probably leading the way amongst the traditional automakers. It's early in the game, though. I mean, you know, to say that somebody's in the lead right now uh, really doesn't say much of anything. But when you look at GM's strategy, bringing things in house. When you look at the commitment that it's got, I mean, literally in about three years or so, they're going to have five assembly plants just in North America dedicated to making only electric vehicles. Uh, No one else is making that kind of a bet. So if, if if I had to call it right now, I'd say Volkswagen's in the lead amongst the traditional automakers. But if you ask me in another year or two, I probably would be saying GM is in the lead. Well, it certainly is an exciting time
0: to be following the auto industry. John McElroy from AutoLine, thank you so much for your expertise. We appreciate it. Yeah,
1: my pleasure. Thanks for having
0: me.